it was an old Dolph Lundgren movie where he played the Punisher with uh, with Lewis Gossip Jr. in, in, in the movie. And uh, so, you know, we didn't have that. You know, we, we, had to, we had to get it where we could get it. And so I watched that movie, and I watched it over and over and over again. And then eventually I got into the third grade. <laughs> eventually. Finally. Yeah, I got into the third. I got to the third grade. And uh, I started third grade. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and I had seen Batman 89 that summer. I had been introduced to Adam West that summer before. And uh, we got cable in this apartment that we lived in. And there it was. Uh, Batman 66, not just the movie, but actual episodes every day, Monday through Thursday at 5, because on Fridays was Zorro on the Family Channel. And that was a great show, too. I still drive around listening to the theme song now that I have Spotify. So, yeah, uh, I, I loved uh, the Batman show. I remember watching Batman at my grandma's in Chicago, because every summer up until I was about 13, 14, 15, somewhere around there, uh, I went to Chicago every summer to go see my aunt and grandma, or basically uh, my mom said, take him for a little while so I could get away uh, from her for a little bit. But uh, watching WGN, the reruns on on WGN at my grandma's, and I just remember going, like, this is, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> this, is going to, this is great. <laughs> I didn't really appreciate, like, oh, it's kind of weird, it's kind of campy, and be like, but that was why it was great. Or that's why it is great. Yeah, that's, I understood that right away. Talk about not taking yourself too seriously and just be like, man, this is this is gold. In fact, there were things about that show when I would watch the only thing we had, you know, the 89 Batman movie. There were no shows to that. Yeah. When I'd watch that, I'd say, man, why don't you just get a bat phone? What is he trying to save money? You know? And I would, <laughs> what, what are you being cheap? Yeah, so when I played Batman, uh, he had a bat phone. Right. It was a little darker, that's Right, right. So, so that's what we're bringing you. So we're gonna be bringing you the Escape Podcast, and we're also gonna be bringing you the Bright Night Chronicles. We're trying to. Well, I think we're gonna do probably two at a time for the Bright Night Chronicles. Yeah, so well, should yeah. should be just over an hour. Yeah. So uh, in 1966, when the show aired, it was like I don't know which specific days. I think it played on Monday and Tuesday, or it played on Tuesday and Wednesday. So, but they'd show one half, and then you know there was always this cliffhanger. Where I, as a child, I'm like, man, I wonder if they're gonna die. I would, I would watch that going, man, is he gonna get eaten by that clam? <laughs> That's like my wife and I still be like, do you think they're gonna make it this time for the fifteenth time we watch this one show? Be like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. And then, uh, so the next night would be same bat time, same bat channel, and we'd play it. So now, what we do is we'll watch that. So episode three, and then we watch episode four. And then watch episode five and then episode six right so um so let's get into it adam so what are people talking about and this i wanted to bring this up because it's been a trend uh going on lately and i don't like it and that's uh the, what's going on with g4 uh did you watch g4 watch uh, back in the day i didn't no i was a big fan i liked uh x play i liked the tack of the show i remember watching morgan webb adam sessler uh, Kevin Pereira, uh, and then the Love the Amun towards the end there, and just really enjoying it. And it's funny because out of the audience for G4 is basically you created a bunch of YouTubers who are doing basically what 
they were watching on TV, and now, you know, they inspired literally a generation of most YouTubers are basically doing what people were doing on, on G4, right? And then, so what did they do? G4 decide G4, who's owned by Comcast, Comcast says, hey, let's bring it back and make a YouTube channel. Okay, let's try the nostalgia bait, right? Well, things didn't go quite as planned because you had one of the guests, uh, Frost, she decided to talk about sexism in gaming and went after the fans hardest, specifically the male fans. And it's one of those things where, like, okay, go after the guys in gaming, the core of your audience. <laughs> so let's let's go after the core of our audience today. And, you know, G4 was doing okay. Like, they had, I think they had, like, half a million subscribers. They were doing okay. They were doing okay. You know, they weren't one of the bigger YouTube channels by any means, but they were they were trying to. And how do you kill anything? Let's go after our fans. Now, was she a hundred percent wrong? No, but was she a hundred percent right? Definitely not. I think she. Could, well, whatever she did say, maybe she could have said it in a way that you can always say something without insulting people. Well, I think she was. And I think a lot of people agree. I think she's going for internet clout, like she this was supposed to be go viral. This, and then it did not turn out how they thought it was going to. Right. Um, you know, when you talk about the things that she was talking about, guys masturbating to the yeah, co-hosts and that stuff part. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I say, it's like, wow, that's a that's a thing. And she didn't and, say masturbate though. No, no, but. <laughs> and and I understand. Look, there's, it, you know, I'll use the term, there's toxicity in any fan base out there. And guess what? There's trolls in any fan base out there. But you can't be the trolls. That's that's day one of the Internet. You can't go out. It, you think you're going to go into any Internet or, like, gaming uh, forum? You know what's going to get made up first? You and your mother. It doesn't matter how nice or what you you and your mother and every other member of your family are going to get torn apart. You know why? Because some odd reason people think it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and and so, and especially when you're trying to take over an old an old franchise, there's always going to be that little bit of yeah, you're not as good as the such original. and such. You know, yeah. but you got to build your cred. Like that's. That just comes along with it. It's a harder, it's a hard world when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like I never knew, like my my thoughts about the things that I like, uh, comic book stuff and everything, could be just the same thing as people who like video games. I mean, it's right there. Yeah. But when I started seeing how much negativity there was on everything, I was like, come on. There, there's man. a reason I don't play video games online. There's a reason. Yeah. Well, there's mine's is very different. Well, I, well so they, I'm not very good. I just, I just want to have fun. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I understand that. So, and, and then you know, I don't. I, I just want to have fun. I don't want to get my mother made fun of. I don't want to get made fun of. I just want to go like, hey guys, let's play some sports ball games and some shooting, you know. And but get the hell out of here, you piece. <laughs> <of beer>. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it, and that's one of the th- things I want to get into because not only are people now going into 
you know, cross her Twitter. And so, you know, she and that's a whole thing of, hey, if you're voted such and such way, we don't want you as fans. And then Adam Sessler, they went into his Twitter. Guess what? Doesn't like Republicans. Okay. Well, now you've literally taken 75 million people in this country and said, we don't want you as fans or we don't want you to watch our show. We're not going to do that here. We no. want everybody. Yeah, we want you all. And that's one of the reasons that we call this the escape. I don't, when it comes to politics, you're not going to hear politics here, guys, unless it, it totally relates to the top, uh, for, unless it directly relates to comics, movies, uh, maybe some video game stuff or toys. I can give you a strong example of when we will be talking about politicians and stuff like that. Uh, I think it was the late 70s, there was an issue of Batman where he kidnapped a senator because he knew the senator was guilty of a crime. <laughs> he took him to a hotel room and everybody was pissed and looking for the Batman. And when the guy came, when the senator came out, he confessed to everything. So we're going to talk about senators like that. Or Only not doing it in real life. Or Only when Batman does it. If Lex Luthor gets uh, reelected president, ooh, let's talk about that. <laughs> um, so, but th- that's the thing, Adam. I don't want to talk about politics here. You know, what I want to talk about. I want to talk about comic books. Yeah, I want to talk about. You know, I want to have the good old debates of who's a cooler comic book character, who can beat who in a fight, who's got a cooler costume. Let's do that now. <laughs> let's do that let's, now. Let's do that. Let's do that right now. So, speaking of cool costumes. Adam, how do you feel about Peacemaker so far? Uh, look, I, I, I haven't given it a fair chance. I haven't. I saw the first episode, well, part of it, and I got, I was like, it looks like, okay, like the Big Bang Theory. Imagine no other characters except Sheldon, and Sheldon was a murdering nut. And that's I was like, man, is this guy gonna keep up the shtick the whole time, you know? And I yes, just, he will. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. And I was just like, ah. Yeah, I think uh, we're on episode four. Yeah, because they released uh released three at one time, and they released uh they're gonna go week episode by episode here. So could have done a blood sport show. I'd have watched that. <laughs> I just want to see a blood sport show between him and his daughter how that relationship works, and at least one episode they discuss each other. Oh, man, that'd be so good. <laughs> because I was like, who? I never, I never did that with my, with my son. So, uh, yeah, certain times, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure it was, it was reciprocal. I'm sure he'd love to do it to me. So, But, um, yeah, that was, that was so funny. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think they've dumbed down Peacemaker down to a level where it's like I don't know because you thought like between him and Bloodsport they were obviously comparable in skills and everything yeah but he's just a man child yeah and, and that's what they've dumbed him down to as a man child where he's the dumbest everybody else on the team is smarter and well more well adjusted and it's kind of and they, they lean really into his sexism racism because his dad's racist and they kind of lean into that, where there's one incidence in the uh, the restaurant where he calls it the the waitress sweet cheeks, and they're like, "Sweet cheeks?" Like, no, it's a compliment. You're like, "Can't call her sweet cheeks, man." <laughs> you know? It's like, no, it's not. No, it's a compliment. The original story for Peacemaker, his father is 
was a Nazi, and uh, he escaped the trials. And, uh, the Nuremberg trials? Yeah, the Nuremberg trials. And uh, he just abused his son, you know, with his whole, you know, life coming up. So have they touched on any of the... Uh, uh, Any of that? No, he's not a he's not a Nazi. It it seems like they're gonna go. He's gonna be a KKK member because his, because uh, because when they go into his the dad's uh, work space, it says interdimensional, what have you, and they show the red dragon outfit of his. Oh wait, like he's got the red KKK outfit. It's it's not a KKK outfit, but it's the name of his character is Red Dragon. And once he goes, and one of the things uh, is they is uh, uh, what's his name? Diebeard. They keep they keep, that's the thing too. They keep trying to force some of these jokes. I was like, man, they're not freaking funny. Let it go. <laughs> so the one guy keeps calling him Diebeard because because he dies his beard. Uh, they set his dad up for to go to prison. And so as soon as he goes to prison, like all the Aryan guys all come around and literally start worshiping, worshiping at him. So it's like, oh, he's legit Aryan, you know, and it's no, you know, no joke. You don't, you don't mess with Aryans, but um, it's okay. It, it's it's really that quirky kind of kind of comedy. And like I said, some of those jokes were like, hey man, if that doesn't hit the first time, it's not going to hit the fifth time. Mm-hmm. So. Stop! <laughs> Let that show go. Yeah, is he? Does he have a love interest in the show? Um, n- not per se, but basically he wants to sleep with uh, the blonde, uh, hardcore, and that's kind of one of the. That one's actually kind of funny. Where your 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 tits look great. That's not sexist. That's just me complimenting you. Gee, <laughs> that's that's the the shtick of the it's. That very blunt, like, right, you know, that comedy where I'm like, okay, man, like, you're you're just a dull, you're you're just a, a you know, thick skull idiot trying to get by in the in this modern progressive world. So, and there's a couple things that they're you know, uh, moving on with, because uh, the big thing is what the butterfly uh, initiative or whatever I forget, but it's yeah, so it gets into some pretty interesting and it's. We're still at the well. We'll see. We'll see. Because uh, I hate to just, uh, I, I hate just abandoning things in the middle of a series, you know, especially the first series. Like I got to give at least the first season a shot. Right. No, so. I understand. Hey, I stuck with Titan season three. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I went back for that. One. But that was all predicated on how much I liked, how much I loved season one of that show. Right. Yeah, the first two seasons are are pretty solid, man. That third one, man, I hate. I'm not gonna get into it, but man, you can't mess with the Jason Todd story. Like, you can't just the Red Hood story. Like, you got to do it right. You can't rush these stories. Yeah, you either do that right or you don't do it. And there's nothing wrong with not doing it. Yeah, yeah. that. Well, it took a whole season, or was it two seasons, to get Nightwing, right? And the then you, very last episode of season two. Yeah, and then you freaking do Red Hood in two episodes. S- stop it. And then and then and then there's so many things you ruin by, oh, Bruce Bruce Wayne, not Batman. Bruce Wayne walked into Arkham and killed the Joker. 
what the hell are you doing? Do you want to be Robin again? Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, like, you know I don't want to be Robin again. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, 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 I'm interested in season four. We'll see how that goes. Um, see what they do with it. Star Girl has renewed for another season, so that's good. Um, that that's one I I still haven't watched yet, but I'm I got to give it a shot. You're gonna enjoy yourself, man. It's wholesome. Good. Yeah. Need some good wholesome stuff in the world. I mean, Luke Wilson is her stepdad. Who doesn't love Luke Wilson? Exactly. <laughs> Man, she's such a bratty kid. She treats him like crap at first, just like in the comics. <laughs> just like, just like stepkids in real life. Yeah, and then she turns around. And she goes, "Look, uh, look, Stripesy, you're my <laughs> sidekick. You got to do what I say." <laughs> All right, Adam. Things we're also watching. We are watching Boba Fett or Adventures or... <laughs> in Babysitting uh, and Scream. <laughs> Again, I watched the first episode of Boba Fett and liked it a lot. I just uh, I haven't picked up the other one. Sorry. Yeah, it's one of the uh, you haven't missed a ton. Um, you Our know, friend you... of the show told me to turn in my nerd card. Oh no. Yeah, Jim, our Dean guy. Oof. He's like, what kind of sci-fi fan are you? Ruthless, like, Jim. Ruthless. Like, oh yeah. I like him. So, but uh, really, you haven't missed a lot. I I'd, I'd love to say, oh yeah, you. Mi- you missed this. You missed that. I saw you bitching about it on the Instagram. Yeah. I. Uh, well, hey, when you have these freaking scooters, first of all, never scooters. never flipping seen scooters in Star Wars in my life. Yeah. They look like something that they stole off the set of, uh, was it Spy Kids or, you know, it's like, I think it was Neon who called them, you know, the Power Rangers scooters where it's like, man, like, you don't. I hate who who said yeah, good idea. Let's do scooters, not speeder bikes. Not speed. Yeah, right. Scooters. Those are sweet. Not. You're on a freaking sand planet. You're on a desert planet. You're not gonna have things that look nice, like these scooters. Like it, it's just like come on. So it totally clashes the aesthetic. But yeah, they're literally you know because it's Tatooine. Tatooine's Sand, sand, sand. <laughs> sand That's all here. it is. Is sand. Nothing grows here. Nothing oh, here's a blue, here. green, red, and yellow scooter. What? Where did that come from? By the way, there's these hipster freaking cybernetic kids. Who the hell are you? <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> That's what they are. I love it. And like, it's like, oh. Well, now they're uh, part of uh, Boba's gang. Oh, sweet Jesus! Okay, Let, let's let's roll with this one. See how it goes. Nothing like lots of protection. Yeah, don't worry. The freaking uh, kid who's got a thing on his eye. No, that's that's who I want in my gang with Boba Fett. Right. <laughs> with Boba Fett. Well, at least in the last episode, Boba Fett actually did something. Boba fetish because I was literally sitting there watching the show with I was watching it with my wife and I was like can Boba Fett actually do something like some Boba Fett shit please please do some Boba Fett shit and they finally got I refuse to call it was it fire spray or whatever I'm not calling it that they went and got slave one from uh, Bib Fortuna 
Wait, what did you just say? They're changing the name of Slave 1 because Slave 1 is offensive. So now it's like Fire Spray or something like that. <sighs> and this is, yeah. And, and even from our buddy here, uh, Boba Fett, he's like, yeah, no, no, we're calling it this. For F's sake, like, come on, guys. Can we at least stick with something? Are we, or no, don't worry, we're being offended even in the Star Wars universe. But, uh, so in the last episode, they, were, they did flashback. And, you know, they've been going back and forth with flashbacks where he was hanging out with the Tusken Raiders and all that stuff. Well, the Tusken Raiders, he comes back one time and the whole tribe's dead. And they know who it is because they left the, the logos, the backward J's or whatever. So they go and get the ship, take the ship, find them in the desert, and just blast the crap out of them. I was like, and I'm sitting there watching, I was like, that's Boba Fett shit. Right. That's what Boba Fett would do. For once. For once. Yeah, he's a, I, I can't wrap my head around the whole, uh, you know, wanting to leave people thing. I, is that because, um, oh, you're, you don't have the headphones on, do you? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm hoping I'm not cutting in and out of you guys when I turn my head. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sure your levels are good. Okay. Um, you know, I'm Mandalorian, you know, that's kind of like what I, what I perceived Boba Fett to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's why everybody was like, oh, you know, that's why everybody thought that the Mandalorian was, that's what the Boba Fett show was supposed to be. And that's what it should have been. Right. Because he does more Boba stuff in the first few episodes than he, he does it so far in this entire, entire series. You're talking about when Boba Fett shows up in the show. No. Like when you see Mandalorian hunting guys down, oh, yeah. cutting dudes in half with a door, you know, people like, oh, snap. Mando's here, yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I had this feeling when they showed the ex- the end credit scene or whatever of the last episode of Mandalorian, and they showed Book of Boba Fett, and it's just like, why am I not getting excited, you know? And Because who wants to see Boba Fett on Tatooine? That's the other thing. Because that's a, that's one of the stupid things is, so they've got, you know, he takes over, you know, uh, Jabba's palace. So he got these other huts who come back and trying to make a claim. Well, he, they they make a deal, whatever. They even go, do this tattooing. We don't care about this. And I was like, that's exactly the point. You're not supposed to care about tattooing. You know why? It's a desert rock. No one cares about tattooing. What did they harvest their water? That's. Yeah, just so he can get by, not so he can, like, live fanciful. So Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru were harvesting water? Yeah. Did we more, know more, that? Mo- yeah, they are moisture uh, moisture farmers. Did we know that in the show? Yeah. Or uh, back in the day? Yep. I didn't. I didn't get that. Moisture evaporator? Yeah. Me? Well, that went straight over my head <laughs> for 40 years. But, yeah, I mean, it's... There's a reason, like, they sent Luke to tattooing. I mean, he had family there, but also, no one cares. You're not supposed to care about tattooing. Right. You're supposed to care about, like, Coruscant and all these other cool places that are in the world yeah. or in the galaxy. Far, far away. Far, far away. Yeah, maybe they're too far. <laughs> <laughs> these places are too far. Shit. Tell me about it. Um, that's why I like Solo. Give him 
movie. Had fun with it. Hey, you know what? And people will say, oh, Solo lost money. You know what? At, I enjoyed my movie-going experience, but I went and saw Solo. Yeah. Do yeah. I sit there and watch it on a regular basis? No, I don't. <laughs> do, I, do I think it, it set up a couple kind of cool things? Yeah, that I w- would have liked to have seen, you know, played out a little bit. Sure. Anytime you can get Darth Maul back in, like, the real universe, not just the animated universe, I'm down with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Solo... It's it's certainly not the worst thing Disney's produced. <laughs> no, I would say Fantasia is. <laughs> oh, oh no! Shots fired. I'm sorry, Disney fans. I apologize. Oh, but uh, you can rip on the Killing Joke if you'd like. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, Boba, it's okay. But he finally gets done with, and that's one of the things too. Is like he has to keep going back to the back healing well now he's fully healed now what i'm really hoping that means is he's gonna do some more freaking boba stuff whoa wait a minute what's he gotta go heal from because he was in the sarlacc pit for god knows how long is this in the flashbacks or this why he's being the gangster no every single episode he's got to go back in the vector tank as a gangster yeah okay but because that's how they that's how they do the flashbacks they show him in the back the tank and then that's when they do flashbacks Okay, but he was just hanging out with Mandalorian, and and Fennec Shan he helped her fix her guts, and all that stuff. So yeah, and that's and that's what happened in the last episode too. They show that where he takes it to one of the cyber uh, cyberpunk dudes. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, did this book of Boba Fett happen before the Mandalorian? No, they run uh, parallel. Okay, so so he's with the Mandalorian, and now he's the gangster. No, so te- so it's just afterwards, but they so the last episode they flash back to where he finds uh, Main Nas character, Fennec's character. Okay. So, it, it's I mean it's off just a little bit, but it's the same, essentially the same time period. Okay. I'll have to watch it too. Yeah, I mean I I don't have a I mean, I'm sure there's a timeline out there somewhere, but it's a, right. I, I I know they're close. Hurry, adjust here. Take a look at the screen. Oh. Are you happy? Are we good? Yeah. Right. I have to adjust the mic a little bit, but <clears throat> but um, so yeah, it, it's. I want to say it's getting better, but even you had an article, uh, coming out where even the actor who plays Boba came out and said, "Yeah, I talk way too much." <laughs> Everybody's like, "Yep." And uh, he goes, and he's, I guess uh, he kept trying to pass lines off to Ming Na. I mean, he's like, no, 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 you do your own lines. But, yeah, he was, you know, he's trying to keep himself looking, you know, being mysterious and everything. And, you know, I'd be like, well, we'll talk to John, John Favreau. John's like, say the lines. Shut up and say the lines. Uh, okay, I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance before I. I dive into Peacemaker. Yeah. Uh, both are they're okay. They're okay. So, but, um, all right, Adam, let's talk about, you want to talk about DC Comics or you want to talk about uh, the Batman? Let's save the Batman for last. All right. So, uh, DC Comics, are, 
Adam, is DC Comics in trouble? Likely so. Um, so when COVID hit and everything shut down, um, DC Comics made a deal to get their comic books out before Diamond went back up. And the president and CEO on Batman Beyond um, while the first round of the pandemic was going on. And um, so now DC Comics is like distributed, I don't know, UPS and all this other stuff or whatever it is. And um, I can't say UPS, but um, not not Diamond, who's been literally like the stand the the standard for producing comics yeah. for literally the last few decades. There was no one else. Yeah, there literally was no one else. Which might be part of the problem too, but right. Anyway, but now you got I know of at least one local comic book shop, uh, you know, in, in my tri county area, like just out just into the next county, that will not out carry DC comic books anymore um, because of it's like expensive for them to get them from that distributor they'll carry back issues and they'll buy collections but they're not going to carry new stuff you'll never find it and I think there's a lot of uh, local comic book shops even if it's a small percentage there's probably a lot of them uh, accumulated throughout the country and who knows about Canada too so I think that's hurting and also, and also, I heard uh, some comics when they were showing up were showing up pre-damaged, and that I didn't and hear about so that. they they would lose entire batches of comics because I mean, no one, you know, it, not everybody's looking to you know make an investment. So, but I don't want to buy damaged books. No, not that not at that at all. I'll buy a messed up uh, package, you know, because <laughs> right. I, I open up the figures, but uh, but um. I don't want a damaged book. I don't even want like a wrinkle in it. No, no, you you want a n- nice new book. Right. So, but also, um, I know I know certain people are starting to call DC Comics dead comics or dying comics. I know Eric July. I know some. Uh, I think Yellow Flash, uh, great YouTubers that, that cover comics, is starting to say that because, um, I think out of the top. 15 selling DC books. Guess what they all have in common? Cash cow. They're all Batman books, man. They are literally, there's not a Superman, not a Wonder Woman, not a Green Lantern. There's about 15 to 20 Batman related books that are the top sellers. Well, look at all the uh, DC uh, properties that are coming out. They're all Batman-related. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just change the D to a B, call it Batman Comics, and call it dead. You know what the the DC means? Detective Comics. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, All right. My leg is going to fall off. Okay. It's just screaming. All right. right, I got to figure something out. Do what you got to do. So, yeah, so DC... So that's one of the things that's going on is, and and that's uh, with, mind you, uh, manga absolutely destroying Western comics. How's this going? Move it a little bit farther away. Shut down. There you go. Good? Good enough. All right, sorry about that, folks. The way I was uh, twisting this here left leg, <laughs> it, uh, I'm sitting here going, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, oh, 
So yeah, um, go ahead, Nick. So and and that's just one. I think a lot of people are even saying that comics are Western comics are dying because, let's be honest, uh, they don't have the, the latest generation who are buying books. They're not buying comic books. They're buying manga. They're buying manga. Oh, manga. Because because why why would they buy books that aren't interesting when you've got literally an entire catalog of books that are that people like better? I think that one day we're gonna get into the all digital. I think it's gonna be like records. We're gonna get into like the all digital, and then we're gonna get into like mostly um, graphic novels, and then I think like certain issues will be printed that'll be like special editions. I agree, but also, man, you know what? There's nothing like, there's nothing like having a bag full of books. Oh, walking I know. out of a comic book store with a like bag a big, full of books. Like stick like that, you're walking out and you're like, yeah. And you're just giddy, and you're just, just giddy with books. But uh, and you're gonna escape for the night. And that's might be night, it might be hours, it might be days, but that's what that's what is magical about these stupid little books. Is it's a little world that you can go dive inside and lose yourself for as long as you really want to. No, you're, you're totally right. I, but you know, I just it. The who is there to teach these kids to get into these superheroes? You know what I mean? Well, and with you, I mean you have. Uh, between the the combination of anime and manga, you know it's it's far more popular. You have kids getting into uh, Korean things, that K-pop, and there's, you know, I remember going when we were in high school, and we had the underclassmen, the freshmen and junior or freshmen and sophomores coming in while we were juniors and seniors, running around going Pikachu and Pokemon. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Pikachu, Pikachu. I'm like, what are you saying? Squirtle, <laughs> what? Squirtle. I was like, what the hell are you saying? Yeah. And like, I had no idea. Like, I, I missed that boat somehow. And it was just like, what the hell is this? And then, because that was always the thing, especially in, like in art classes in school, like, oh, manga. And I was like, it's that's not art. That's just, it's like a formula. It's formulaic art. And that was always my turn off to manga, where you know it wasn't the stories; it was it was mainly the art. And that's one of the reasons I still love, you know, Western comic books. And while I'll still always love Western comic books over manga, is strictly just based off art. Now Marvel's been in this seat before. Marvel's been in this seat where they're dying, going into bankruptcy, all that kind of stuff. I mean, maybe it'd be good for DC. Look, you just told some really incredible stories in the last. 20 years, you know? I mean, seriously. And I, do I think DC will be gone forever? No. I don't. I no, think they'll be, survive this. No, because as long as, you, as long as you've got Batman and Superman in your back pocket, you'll always have something. But when... And, and that's another thing that, you know, getting into is, like, why is it I, DC's best idea, like, when they're doing something, is like, hey, let's kill off a character. Well, because of the death of Superman. Well, that's it. You got nothing else. Can yeah. you not write a better story than like, hey, you know what we haven't done in a while? Let's kill a guy. 
let's kill one of our main guys, and then we'll bring him back again. Like, okay, we've done this for like four. This is, you know, the, the trick pony. Right. It's, it, it's getting to the same thing as, hey, let's turn, you know, Jonathan Kent gay and have him date a trans kid. Okay, well, that's that, that'll bump sales for two episodes, you know, two issues. And then after that, no one cares because if you you don't have good writers and good artists telling these stories, what the hell's the point? I agree. So. I agree a hundred percent. I just think that uh, I think eventually they're gonna have to take it all back to like uh, Norman Osborne, back to formula. I think they're gonna just have to do that. Yeah. I think, I think they need a Batman and Robin comic where the Robin is. Dick Grayson, and I think they need to do something where, like, oh man, I just I love the New Fifty Two Superman because he he liked Lois, but they were nowhere near together. You know, they were just kind of friends. Um, it was all it was all a fresh start, but they decided to we're gonna stay with that. Well, um, and one of the things that I I hate to do, but I gotta go after my guy Jim Lee, who's the head of DC, and this has all happened underneath his watch. Likely, he's a figurehead. Well, and that's it. I was like, if like if you're just gonna sit there and collect paychecks, hey, that's cool. But at the same time, you're gonna be known as the guy at the top when things went wrong. And that's a shame too, because Jim Lee accredits comic books to uh, teaching him better English. Oh yeah, it's he did. He said comic books helped me speak better English. He said they helped me speak like you know, a normal person instead of saying, I cannot go here. Right. I must go this way, you know, with the, the proper, proper English. The guy speaks great English. Though. No, it, we've met him. Yes, he, we have. The only time I've ever been freaking starstruck in my life. Yeah. But, uh, it, it and it's going to be a shame because like I said, he's literally a living legend in the industry and I think at the end of the day, he's going to catch blame for the decline of DC. I mean, especially when you have, you know, part of the Wildstorm, you know, he brought over the Wildstorm, so, you know, he tried to bring in some of his some of his characters that he, he created, but I just, certain times I just don't think they fit. You gotta uh, tilt down a little bit. Oh, sorry. How's that? There you go. Um, I hate to say it, because there's some shady stuff that happened with uh, Zack Snyder be, you know, because of him. Um, but maybe Jeff Johns needs to be in charge. Well, that's the... Uh, because I know what Daniel Cherry III, he is... Uh, he just walked away. And um, he, he's going to get a bunch of blame for things, but, you know, depending on who you talk to, he was a, he's a guy that enjoyed comic books but just couldn't get the job done. For some odd reason and you know I don't want to say oh it's you know whatever whoever you want to blame but whoever's in charge right now it, it you're not getting it done you, you are not doing compelling stories that people want even though you're, you're even though you're changing race changing uh, gender changing gender bending characters no one cares about that no no nobody does you want People want better stories. People want good art. People want fun books. People want to go to the comic book store and buy a big fat stack of comics and take them home 
and have a lot of fun. And have a lot of fun. I'll tell you a cool storyline where they, you know, they could do a little bit, and I say a little bit, a little bit more of something like this. Um, in the Dark Knight's Metal, you've seen the Drown character, right? Yeah. Well, she's actually Bryce Wayne. And it was just another universe where the Waynes had a daughter. That's all. No, it's... it's it, it just wasn't like, you know, Bruce got a sex change right. or anything like that. It was just we had a daughter. Yeah. And she reacted to their death the exact same way. Yeah, it I'm it it sucks because there's DC books that I'm I'm uh currently reading or really looking forward to. You know, really getting into the uh swamp thing, Green Hell. I'm very excited about that. You know, it led me even down a, a rabbit hole of swamp thing stuff and I'm just like you know, oh. love absolutely loving it, but but I I've also never been the a Batman uh, guy. I've never been a Superman guy. You know, the closest I ever got was to reading uh, uh, Nightwing. You know, great but, comic. No, it's great. That was a great book. But uh, you know, I've always just been, oh, if it's uh, if it's popular, I don't want it. But that's just me. That's I'm an idiot. But um, I wouldn't say you're an idiot. You're 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 you go against the grain. Well, yeah, I just, you know, if, if it's popular, I'm probably going to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go try a little something else. So, yeah, if we can get that uh, put back then. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, comic book's not in a great place right now. Um, and, unfortunately, it's going to force uh, force me to go to manga. I don't want to, but uh, but if you want you know, good stories. You're gonna have to. You gotta. I, I at least got to give it a try. You know, for some of the things. How's the shot? Good. I mean, it's up your nose a little bit. Up your nose with a rubber hose. Up your nose. But um, I mean, literally, like Demon Slayer, literally outsells every single Western book right now. So there's gotta be something to it. Have you uh, checked out? We have demons. I have not, but that's on my list for sure. That's Scott Snyder. Scott uh, Capullo. Yeah, 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 mine yeah. too. So th- and, and that's the stuff, you know, you're, if you really want good stuff, you're probably going to have to go outside the big two. And um, because, like, you've got a lot of the stuff that's being crowdfunded, it's the most interesting stuff as far as Western goes. Right. Western comics. So, and then you've also got your uh, Todd McFarlane over at Image, and you got you got some of the old standbys that are still holding firm you still have uh mark silvestri over at top cow still you know producing his stuff is, is uh which way is that which way is top cow still yeah. but i don't know I, i'm so far out of the loop because I, I just saw a, a post about the new which blade comic but yeah uh mark silvestri still holding strong over there but i haven't read a top cow comic in decades at this point <laughs> so you still have any of your old darkness in those boxes, yeah, boy. and Witchblade, so yeah, buddy, yeah, those are I love those books. So, all right, so let's talk about the Batman. Three hours, three, three bleeping hours. <laughs> yeah, you better pack a lunch and maybe a diaper because you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be there for a while. And we're gonna talk about it, Adam. Um, you're excited because well. It's more Batman. Well, yes, but you brought up an interesting point last night. Not an interesting point, a very good point. 
If it's three hours of shit. Yeah, if, if it's a bloated three hours, I don't want it. But if it's a three hours that's really going to, that you spend three hours really, really setting up stuff, you know, for, you, you know, the next few films, awesome. I, Make I it four s- hours. I don't care. I didn't watch the whole trilogy, but I saw a couple of the Apes movies that he made. Uh, Matt Reeves. Yeah. They weren't bloated movies. I mean, no, he, no. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say that. Not my favorite, but I know the first couple uh, we enjoyed, but after a while, I'm like, okay, it's still, still just monkeys. <laughs> but um, but at the, but, at they, the, but they at, were good movies. But at the end of the day, exactly, they were good movies. Yeah. So I don't know. I trust this guy. Um, do I have a couple doubts? Yeah. Have to. Have, have to. to. Have to. Unfortunately, have to at this point in in the game with everything going on. If if you don't have doubts going on through your mind, you haven't been paying attention. Well, I don't have doubts in Pattinson, right? And I don't have doubts in Matt Reeves. I do have doubts in what this script might be trying to execute, right? And we really don't know what it's about. Yeah, I don't know what this movie's about at all. Yeah, if they're gonna go the whole route of forcing, you know, Batman and Catwoman into this relationship and forcing stuff like that. I don't care about that. I really don't. You know, if they're if they're gonna go down the route of, oh, they're gonna get married and this is the type of relationship, blah 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 blah. I don't care. I did. you can you can have it. I don't Let want Tom it. King do that shit. Yeah. Uh but if you're gonna talk about, you know, an ang year two angry Batman, you know, still angry, still pissed off. Still, still not quite the greatest detective yet. Yeah, he's not the world's still, greatest detective. You know, just still, yet. still learning, but still, you know, um, I'm very intrigued by that, and still, and still learning about Gotham itself. Yes, it, it, that's that's what I'm willing to sit through a three-hour movie for. That's what I think. Um, that's what I think we're getting. I, I hope. I, I hope that's what we're getting, you know? because it's already, uh, you know. January's already wrapping up. We're only a month and a half away from this. So Yes, sir. Next week will be a month. Yeah, and uh, we, I think we decided we're going to ditch work. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, son. Uh, we're we're going to ditch work. Uh, we're going to go check it out. And as soon as we uh, go watch it, we're going to come on here. We're, we're going to do a podcast about it. So Yeah, right away. Um, I'm going to see it three times in the same day. I'm going to see it once the night before. I'm going to see it twice that day. Uh, one of those times will be with you. Um, or we can see it twice in the same day. we got to see it two times before we we can do initial reactions. Right. You know, real uh, quick. And then and then the, the in-depth look. And then the in-depth look, yeah. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm fucking done. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. I was saying, I was saying oh, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. But, um. Yeah, that that's that's the next one on, on the docket there. So, and well, and then um, oh yeah, because they pushed Morbius to uh, April. So yeah, Morbius. And, uh, all right, so deserved or undeserved hate for the Batgirl costume? That's another thing, man. Um, because I, I, I know a lot of people are watch, are just destroying that costume, and I'm like. And they're like, oh, cosplayers could better cosplayers could do it. But I was like, there's some damn talented cosplayers, um, but I, I just, I, okay, one, not like I've never read a Batgirl comic. The only thing I've really read with there was the uh, the three Jokers, 
and obviously not that comic. But at the same time, golly, the, the, the hate for that freaking costume is ridiculous. It, it's it's borderline ridiculous. And, and this is the thing. That's one of the reasons I wanted to do a show like this because I see so many people going after stuff. I was like, then what the hell do you want? Right. I don't understand. I, I think I think it's incredibly lazy take to sit there and say, "Oh, it's garbage. It's terrible. It's blah blah blah." What do you want? What do you want to be? Do you want to be latex? Do you want nipples? Like, what do you want? Right. You know, right. do you, do you want Alicia Silverstone? Do you want you know what? You know, t- tell, tell me tell me what you want. Tell me what you want because they're like, "Oh, it's it's leather. It looks like that." It's like, yeah, because she rides a, she rides a motorcycle. I was just gonna say, yeah, she rides a motorcycle. You know, it, it's like, and and they also said. That's not the only costume she's going to have in it. Uh, did they confirm that? I believe so. Because because that's one of the things is the first costume is homemade. She made it herself. You know, so I'm not going to sit there. I, I thought it looked good. I thought it looked okay. I'm not going to say it's the best Batgirl costume that's ever been uh, because, you know. It's got a lot of callbacks to Yvonne Craig. Yeah, I, I, but I was just like, like I said, not not a Batgirl expert, but I don't know what the hell people want when it comes to costumes. Sometimes I I, I don't either. Because uh, it looks like one of those things where it looks functional. It looks like a functional costume. Michael Keaton couldn't turn his fucking head. Uh, that's uh, there's yes. Well, it wasn't until Christian Bale where they they could turn their heads. And Christian Bale couldn't turn his head in the whole first movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just certain points. That's like Jesus. What did people want from some of these things? And uh. Leslie Grace, who's playing Batgirl, I think she looks great. I, she's got that nice statuesque, you know, body that looks great in, in it, you know. And that's the other thing because they, she's clearly, you know, I don't know what her race mix is, but she's clearly mixed. But it's, and you're like, well, now Jim's Gordon has to go have a relationship with. I'm like, that's been going on for years. People, wake up! It's just one of those things where I'm like, holy moly, like. And typically, and this is how I'm always, can we wait till the damn thing comes out and then and then we can hammer it? If that's the best look they've got, okay, fine. Then let's hammer it. But let's let the damn thing come out. I mean, if that, I wouldn't even have changed it. Yeah, I, looked, I took one look at it. I was like, oh, they went for that no updated uh, DC Rebirth look. Yeah. I went, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was that. just. And so many guys that I watch on on YouTube, they were just freaking hammering. I'm just like, holy moly, man. Like what and I know it's really difficult to please comic book fans because that's that's what we talk about. We sit there and nitpick, you know, the costumes and all that. That's the first thing that we go after. But I saw that one, I'm like, Well, we should get my first impression of it too. I, I've looked I went I went to her Instagram. And I looked at it again. Well, just that's, to make that's, sure. the, that's the first place I saw it. Yeah, just to make sure I wasn't wrong. And uh, I wasn't. It was good. Yeah. So. But, uh, and when, because that's supposed to be HBO Max. When is that supposed to come out? I mean, that's, well, that's just in production. That's just start production. Yeah, it's so. probably next year. But. Um, I think we got hey, the Flash at Christmas. Yeah, if you don't like the costume, that's fine. But you got to tell me why. And, and don't say cosplayers can do it better. Don't don't do that cop out because uh, there's some hella cosplayers out there. Bye, Cypress. No, I I just uh, I'm just sick of the hate in this community. 
You know what well, I mean? Like, aren't we, aren't you? What did you come <laughs> here for? To take out your aggression? Well, you know, aren't we here for fun? And that's what I, I've always said about like Star Wars. You know the best thing about Star Wars? Hmm. The fans. Yeah. You know the worst thing about Star Wars? Fans. The fans. <laughs> You're like you know the best thing about you know comic books? The fans. Okay. You know the worst thing? The fans. The fans. The fans. So. Yeah, I. I, I saw it. I'm like, maybe in my old age, I go. Not so bad. And she and she's beautiful. God forbid. <laughs> and, she, and she looks great in it. I'm just like, but at the end of it, I'm like, maybe my tastes have changed. I don't know. Maybe my old age. I, then again, I was never, I, I just, I never knew why people enjoyed hating things so damn much. I never, I never got it. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. These cats never saw Batman and Robin, I guess. <laughs> so say, so check out the Bright Night Chronicles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that movie with Clooney, and, and Clooney goes around taking the blame. I'm like, well, it's not your fault, dude. I'd put him in a Batman suit any day. <laughs> I would. No, I, I, I know what you're saying, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, you, you, you got to bring a little something extra for Batman. You know, he, he's, he plays the same character in Ocean's Eleven. Hey, please. Hey, Batman. Yeah, it was like, hey, let's, let's rob hey, this please. casino. That's, that's, that's why they got away with it, dude. He's yeah. got Bruce Wayne mind. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. Um, Alec Baldwin was a big pickup. Uh, I, if you remember, I was like, yeah. Alec Baldwin should play Batman. Yeah. And then uh, Wizard picked him. Yeah. I'd say that was back in the 90s when he was, well, that was like uh, right October. Alec yeah. Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. He did The Shadow. I love the shadow. I love that movie. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Uh, that's one other thing. Uh, talk about. Uh, so the inside of you. Did you get a chance to see any of that? Uh, the Jensen Ackles. I just watched the beginning of it. I haven't so, had time to cue it back up. So if you enjoy a good podcast where they talk to stars and it's it's very laid back, man, Inside of You is for is a great podcast. Uh, with uh, Michael Rosenbaum, Adam turned me on to it. It's just really enjoyable. It's really laid back. They were even talking to uh, the guy who plays Shazam. Who oh, plays yeah. Shazam. Oh, I listened to that whole one, Zachary Levi. Yeah, Zachary. That was a heck of a podcast. You yeah, know, Zachary he, Levi. Mm. T- you know, talking about, you know, his new movie um, where he plays Kurt Warner, and you know, he gets into faith and gets into everything. I was like, holy moly. Talks what? about mental health. Yeah, it, it's a great podcast. And you know what? There ain't no hate there. That's one of the reasons I like it. There's no hate in that podcast at all. Just <laughs> level-headed people talking. But yeah, I was uh, watching the one with Jensen Ackles that was just uh, just put out last week, and it's kind of funny and kind of weird because well, he talks about a couple things. He talks about uh, one there was a big to do with him and uh, Jared Padalecki where there was like this big big falling out, right? Because of uh, was it the new Texas Ranger show or whatever, or whatever the. Oh, no, right. it was the prequel show for the Supernatural oh, okay. that was getting made. And Jared was like, I heard nothing about it, blah, 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 blah. Where he's like, well, he, you know, he gets into it. He's like, well, I, it's kind of an unwritten rule with actors. You don't talk about roles that you're up for. You talk about roles that you get. You know, it's it's, right. it's, it's almost unlucky to, you know, 
and, and you know it's funny they go back and forth where Michael Rose's mom thinks he's you know his mom still thinks he's going to be in Saving Private Ryan you know <laughs> right 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 but uh so he gets into that talk you know discusses that uh talks about his role coming up in season three of The Boys and at the very end it's kind of a little bit weird a little bit creepy because he starts talking about oh I'm going to start doing this movie with Alec Baldwin this uh western you know it doesn't have a title yet and it ends up being uh rust and you know i think everybody knows uh what happened there but it's kind of like oh wait that's so weird because he was you know he's very excited you know gets to work with alec baldwin and blah 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 and then and then that happened yeah that's a horrible that was a horrible horrible tragedy <laughs> that was like one of our first shows that was our first show. That, that was one of our first shows and that and that's going to be one of the that's really going to be a watershed moment in hollywood because you're very rarely are you going to see live action firearms in movies going forward. And I don't think you need to, not with special effects. Nope. I mean, that, but there's always the people that are screaming practical effects, practical effects, whatever. Whatever. I'm one of them. I'm one of them, but that's. <clears throat> Certain you things know. you you just got to let go. Please don't load a gun and point it at me. Uh, Not a gun guy, but I know that's rule number one. Well, right. I mean, whether it's supposed to be blank, I don't know you. I don't trust you. You know what I mean? I don't care who who it's gone through or what. Look, man, quality control isn't always what it should it, be. Well, quality control is a subjective uh, subjective sure. term there. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's problems with quality control in some of the figures that we bought. Uh, speaking of which, I got a figure. And there's been a there's been a lot of posts with this one coming up with broken, so we're gonna have you have you opened it? Yeah. Did I you check it out? Oh, I got it all set up. <laughs> um, people complained about the arms broken, but I never used the arms. Ladies and gentlemen, of all ages. Nick is opening up. That's right. Batman, year two, designer edition, McFarlane toys. This is literally like, this should be like toy of the decade. No doubt. Holy Jesus. That's a freaking. That is a freaking cape there, man. Holy moly. So bad it is. But yeah, so this is year two Batman McFarland. What do you think of it? It's gorgeous, man. It's even got, you know, the shading painted onto the cape to give it that extra little depth and everything. So it comes with uh, the cross and cemetery scene. Yeah, they got uh, Jason Todd, Barbara Gordon. Oh, do they on the tombstone? Yeah. Nice. Now, if you want, well, you gotta. You don't have to. You don't have to put his. You only use the pegs. I figured this out the hard way. You only use the pegs if you're gonna use the soft goods case. Ah. If you're doing the hard case, it's a stand that goes together, and there's a long piece that slides into one socket of the cape, and then it creates like this whole little thing. Right. And that's how you stand him up. He just stands up. I mean, he could. His feet could be pointing any old way. Doesn't matter. You're not going to use his feet for that. 
So, and um, you remember the action figure that you, when we saw each other at Comic Con, right? That I got. Yeah. It was a blue and gray yep. variant. If I were you, I'd get your hands on that instead of using those arms. And that way, you can, unless you want two of them. Um, that way. If I, I happen to come across them. <laughs> right. I've got my. Uh, I've got my soft case on him. I took the other one off. Yeah. So. No, it, it's a. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much toy of the freaking decade. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. So very excited. Can't wait to get that displayed so you can see. I'm working on my uh, displaying a little bit so you can see my uh, swamp thing over the over my shoulder there, and plus some of my other guys. So. Have to make an extra special uh, spot for that. So, I do have a bat cave that's in the process of being built. So, it looks that's sweet. <laughs> it looks sweet. We got the exact same toy, but I like what you did with it. Yeah. So I'll get some pictures of that once it's uh, once it's up and uh, hopefully functional. So. Yeah. But uh, Adam, let's get into what we're. Uh, so we did what we're watching pretty much. Uh, yeah, we any? just we did that at the beginning. Okay. Uh, there is a couple things that uh, we just got done watching on Netflix. Was Archive eighty one? Have you seen that? I have not. No, that one's pretty good. It's a really weird, uh, trippy show. I'm not going to even uh, try and explain what happens in it because it's just one of those where it's really trippy and really weird. But uh, if you like a trippy and weird show that is not of the norm, uh, go check that one out because that was that was uh that was different. Okay. Um. I saw Scream, the did new you? one, and it didn't disappoint. Hey. It did not disappoint. I give it an A. Nice. Because, come on, what do you want? Like, these, the uniform, what do you want? What it's, do you want? It's Scream. What do you want? Like, you just don't want it to be terrible and stupid. Right. And at the same time, you kind of want it to have that levity that the original had. And it had it. It was really good. Good. It was really good. Was I surprised when I found out who the killer was? Um. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because um, I thought it was going to be something else. So, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I had fun with it. Uh, anybody want any spoilers? Three, two, one. Spoilers. Dewey died. <gasps> Dewey died. Oh. <laughs> I know. I was like, Stabs him a million times. He's always, <laughs> he's he's always okay. Yeah, he just gets nerve damage. Yeah, he, they talked about that too. Uh, I got back problems, and severed nerves, and neuropathy. So yeah. Oh, and there was a really. I noticed it right away. Like I, I, I don't know if anybody else did, but they, Dewey's kind of an alcoholic, and um, when they come into his uh, trailer first time you know the camera comes in and it pans right past uh, Rose McGowan you know Tatum yep. right past Is her her ash no her ashes remember she was killed in the first one. Oh yeah she was his sister she was Dewey's sister right and uh, he's got her ashes it says Tatum on the box so I was like oh, oh. I kind of got choked up I was like they brought it all, all full circle. Yeah, that was like my least favorite kill was when they killed Tatum. I like Tatum. Yeah. All right, Adam, let's get into what we're reading. What are you reading? Anything good? Um, no. I. 
I uh, I've been watching uh, instead of reading. I've been watching. So uh, what can I tell you? Uh, I was dedicating some hours last weekend to finishing the White Knight. Yeah. I'm going to finish the White Knight. I've made my decision. So we uh, believe in you. Yeah, you can do this, right? Um, so I'm going to be doing that a couple times this week, and then I'm going to come back with a full review for it. Nice. You know? um, my books are over there. Can you hand me those books? And the oh, ones you gave me, yeah. The actual cartoons, don't you, Nick? Yeah, I picked that up at uh, the Motor City Comic Con from a very nice uh, couple, and I got some other stuff from them. But uh, I love I love animation stuff, love art stuff. I could easily come back. So. Uh, what I am looking forward to reading, I haven't read it, but it's on the top of the list, is Scorched Number One. Yeah, baby. With uh, This is uh, McFarlane's first venture into teen comics, because all his uh, characters before have been single characters. So. Um, and there's... 17 covers or something, so I picked up like two or three. I just grabbed a couple different ones, but you want one of these? Sure. Yeah, I'll pick one. Yeah. Alright, so some of the other stuff, what I'm currently reading, though, I told you I was on a uh, Swamp Thing uh, binge. Alan Moore's Swamp Thing uh, book one, Saga of the Swamp Thing. Holy moly. So good. There are six of these bad boys. I'm only, I'm almost done with uh, chapter book one. If you have not read Swamp Thing, okay. If you have any interest in Swamp Thing, one, go pick up the latest issue or the first issue of Green Hell if you can find it. Kind of a little bit not easy to find right now. Or if you want some deep dive, go check this out. This is freaking great. Anytime you can read any Alan Moore comics, it's uh, it's a treat. It really is. And then next on the docket is Swamp Thing Becoming, uh, trade paperback. So it's by Ram V, Mike Perkins, and Mike Spicer. So, uh, so what they've done with Swamp Thing since I think we were uh, collecting, man, he's a freaking beast. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He you, is. You, you just thought he was a a weird, goofy character, but holy moly, he's a freaking absolute animal. By the time, like, when we were collecting as teenagers, he had, like, a cult following. Yeah. That, you very, know what I very mean? Cult, very cult figure. Yeah, and that was because of what Alan Moore did with him. The fight between him and Batman is... Yeah, I gotta figure out find uh, when that is, because I haven't run into it yet, but... Oh, I'm enjoying it so much. It's, it's great. The, just the words they have when they're done fighting. It's so yeah. good. So, and then I uh, picked this up from 
uh, Boom uh, Publishing. So if you are a Firefly fan, this is The Unification War Part 1. Uh, if you're a brown coat at all, it's actually written by Joss Whedon, so it's still it's still canon. Uh, I haven't got a chance to read it, but uh, I've, I've read some other Firefly comics. It's a lot of fun if you're uh, if you enjoy being part of that world, because that's I'll tell you what you know it's a fun world. Firefly, that's a fun that's a fun freaking world. Would you like to hear me sing? Please do. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Take me out to the black. Tell my ma I ain't coming back. I don't remember the rest. That's fine. You know what? That's a good place to end it. I think right there. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not, I don't know where to go, but you know what? That's a great world. I love Firefly. Firefly's it, awesome. It's a great show. And I know not uh, Joss Whedon is not the most popular character right now, but the man can write. So <laughs> he can write. He, he can just... write and he can write an article where he looks like a moron. But anyway. I was gonna say, I wish he'd write a character that <laughs> apologizes for his actions and then he goes out and acts like that character. Right. Yeah, I was like, could you I, like you're a fine uh writer, but if you could act like that character that you write, that would be great and probably save yourself a whole lot of headaches in I, the future. I think the problem is is he's not a lazy writer. See, <laughs> I would have written, if there was any misunderstanding, I didn't mean to say what I meant to say, gal, but uh, I apologize, <laughs> right. you know, if it came across one way or another, and uh, I accept full responsibility. I, right. I, I didn't mean I'm, that. I'm an a-hole. Let's just leave it at that, but... Yeah. uh. So, but we're not going to leave it at that. But, guys, we thank you so much for all the support you guys have given us. And I hope you come back for another episode of The Escape. And hope you enjoy escaping with us and the things that we enjoy and hopefully some of the things that you guys enjoy. And uh, if you guys want to hear us talk about some, uh, some of the things that you guys enjoy, please let us know in the comments section. Uh, we are also on Instagram, Facebook. We are not on Twitter because Twitter is a nasty, terrible place. Coming soon, we are working. I'm working on finding us a home for the uh, audio version of the show. So. Yep. And also, we will. Uh, one of the reasons that we uh, change things up, and uh, we have the podcast, the Escape Podcast, is hopefully we'll have some merch for you guys. So if you guys enjoy the show, want to support the show, uh, you guys can do it in T-shirt or maybe a hat. Coffee mug? Maybe a coffee mug. I love coffee. I just broke two coffee mugs this week. I need new coffee mugs. Yeah, there you go. So, the uh, escape with yeah. our faces on. <laughs> I'm not putting my face on a coffee mug. A character version. <laughs> a character. You get pictures of us. You get our football pictures on us. Oh, geez. No, that's even worse. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. My name is Nick. And I'm Adam. And thank you for escaping with us. That's right. And cue the music. We're gonna get some new.